0: Welcome to Behavior Babes podcast presented by me, Dr. Amanda Kelly. Hi, Dr. Amanda Kelly here, wanting to provide for you a little bit of information about the advocacy and the importance of advocating for the dissemination of our field. So, applied behavior analysis is an effective intervention for individuals with autism. It has also been really effectively applied for individuals with diagnosis like um, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, oppositional defiant disorder, individuals diagnosed with Down syndrome who may present language delays or behavioral challenges, as well as applications to sustainable change and animal applications, increasing the humane uh, interventions that are used to shape. And change behavior of animals if we're looking to do that. An example here in Hawaii is Sea Life Park. So they use behavior analysis, shaping, extinction, reinforcement to teach the seal, the monk seal, to come close, put their mouth down with a white ball touching its mouth, then signals to open its mouth. They can then check its teeth um, and, and its dental hygiene, and then make any uh, additional repairs or provide medica- medication if necessary. The seal then closes its mouth, the indicator is removed, and food is delivered, so a primary reinforcer. Applied behavior analysis is a science, so it is beyond an intervention for individuals with autism, and is a science of evidence-based, established, empirically driven techniques. It is rooted in research that is 30, 40, 50 years long now at this point, or 30, 40, 50 years old at this point, thousands of research articles long. The importance for disseminating our science is that we truly as behavior analysts believe that Behavior change can be achieved, whether that's organizational, individual, or systemic change that we are talking about. We believe that what happens in the environment before or after a behavior is going to influence the frequency, the rate, the intensity, the occurrence or non occurrence of behaviors that we see for individuals, systems, organizations, whether that's behaviors we want to decrease or increase. There's a lot of misconception, though, about behavior change. Is it behavior modification? Are we coercing somebody? Are we doing something against their will? Those are valid concerns, complaints, questions, inquiries. But when we del- delve deep, we know that that's not what we mean by the application of the science of behavior analysis. What we mean is systematically looking at the environment to make environmental changes. So. If, um, you know, my great-grandmother was having difficulty walking down a hallway in a nursing facility where she was living um, around 100 years old, and they all look the same. So what antecedent strategy, what simple manipulation of the environment could we do that would achieve some change for my grandmother, my great-grandmother, help her get where she needs to go as independently as possible? And that's important for maintaining dignity for our clients, for ourselves, for anyone who is recipient of behavior change procedures. So what we did was we used her favorite color. We put purple on the hallway, just some tape, and we put red and green down other hallways. They've later since painted those hallways because it it was an effective antecedent environmental manipulation or change alteration that impacted important uh, independent uh, success and behavior change for those who are residing in that nursing facility. Um, why do we need to advocate? We need to advocate because we want to dispel those myths. Because if we are thinking or others are thinking of our science as something that it's not, then we're not all going to be starting on the same page and be able to um, know what we're talking about and make sure that we are not just having differences in our semantics and the meanings of words, but that it's truly that we have a difference of an opinion or that we have a congruence with our opinions and making sure that we're on the same page with our operational definitions and what we mean by the science is an excellent place to start. If you do not, if we do not define our science, other people will. They will take the opportunity to say that it's what they do, that it doesn't require the level of rigor and training that we know that it does require. And that that happens with new and emerging fields. Um, although we're no longer new, um, still perhaps in our uh, Being adopted, right, and being widely recognized and understood by different countries, entities, and governments. So, I know right now in Canada, for example, there is an expectation for training at a behavior analytic level. What that looks like is continually being revised. What is happening in the Middle East is that families are getting more and more educated and they're getting more and more access. um, But there is a difference, culturally speaking, of whether or not we educate individuals or children who have um, disabilities. And that's something. Something that's also true in Kenya and I know from doing some partnerships there with Puja who is the first BCBA to reside in Kenya here in Hawaii why is it important because we want to make sure that we're collaborating that we're being efficient and effective with our time that we are helping families get services they need in remote areas um, across you know some pretty significant geographic barriers um, for the on the big island for example um, there's an erupting volcano um, things like that make a big, big difference. in nations that are in war or where there's conflict, that can also make a big difference and impact access to um, services. So why is it important? It's important because if we don't speak up, others will be speaking up for us. And then we're gonna be spending our time trying to dismel- dispel myths and um, sort of create Accuracies out of a bunch of inaccuracies. And what we know is to do things ahead of time and antecedent manipulation strategy preventative is going to help us be the most proactive and successful as a field.